0: The disclaimer: What you are about to hear is a lot of gibberish, wrong information, and off-topic rambling. You have been warned. Mm-hmm. Lilo de Cabriole played the killer. Michael B. Jordan to D. Miss Esther. Her Jake Jillie used the smoke to see shots. We about to talk about Bushy features. Lilo de Cabriole played the killer. Michael B. Jordan to D. Miss Esther. Her Jake Jillie used the smoke to see shots.
1: We about to talk about Bushy
0: features. Welcome to the show. Your favorite actor. My favorite actor. Hi, our favorite actor. actor. All righty, you already know what that means. This
2: is another episode of the Leo B. Gonna call it? the hoodcast, where we're supposed to be talking about movies, but easily get off subject and get to talking about something else. But you can almost guarantee that we might maybe mention the individuals who make up the name of this here. John, you already know who it is. Psych, like, you don't. It is I, Leo Archibald, a.k.a. Slim Naty, aka Slim Pickens, aka Robert Baumane Jr. A.K.A. Belly Rollin, aka Nate Ya Wine, thought Wah. I forgot, but I didn't. Wah. Wah. AKA Wah. Wah. Noise Story 4 or Toy Naty four. Okay. Uh Nata Bell comes home or Anna Nate comes home or Annabelle Nate home. Whichever one you want to use uh, all works. Don't forget about Naster Day, yeah. The Secret Life of Nates, too. Uh, Nate and Black International, Navengers Endgame, or Avengers Innate. Nate's Play, <laughs> Naked Man, uh, Nate Wick. Chapter Nate Perinalum. And you also can't forget. The Fitbit Messiah himself. Yes, it stay uh, on the left them. side. Only on the left side. Yeah, that's the Fit side. Rolly man.
0: <sighs> Hopefully Kawhi signs with the Lakers. At some by t- point soon. Hopefully, by the
2: time y'all hear this, he's been on the Lakers for days, yeah, uh, days
0: and days, and week days. calendar. <laughs> yeah, uh, see, you
2: didn't say the first bar right. It was calendar all okay. the whole time. It's Joaquin Whack.
0: Pennyworth, aka Pusha K, aka Kayanya, Taylor Joy Van Zant, aka you know what, sweet lady, would, would you be my, be my sweet love for a lifetime? lifetime. I'll, I'll be there. there. When you need me, just call and receive me
2: Graduation money,
0: huh? All right, let's get
2: into. It. Oh my gosh! What's the last, uh, what's the movies or last movies you watched? since the last episode.
0: Uh, um, let's see. I watched uh, Beats on Netflix. Is that starring, a Chris Brown story? Nah, starring uh, Anthony the, Anderson.
2: You sure it's not the Bow Wow story?
0: Nah, beat, uh, Chris Brown story is called Punch. <laughs> um, Punch. Claw scratch. What? <laughs> uh, uh, Anthony Anderson. It was a. Uh, I don't even feel like describe. I feel like I just described this movie. <laughs> uh, so it was a young man out in the streets of Chicago doing street stuff, uh, his sister was at the crib making beats. At the crib. Um, the mom says, "Go get your brother." So she goes out, goes to get her brother. Um, they're walking home. She's singing a new little song she came up with. I guess there were some haters on the block that didn't like that her brother was standing in Halo area. Yeah, so man, he pulled man. the so he pulled the blicker. You got to uh, sent one through her head and into his body. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's when the movie starts. He got a kind of post traumatic stress disorder, all kind of stuff. So he's a stay at home kid. Um, go to school. Andy Anderson plays a former like. Uh, uh, rap or artist manager, but he now he's a security guard at the school that his ex-wife is the principal at. So she said, "Begin again." She said, "You can borrow my car if you go and get these students that haven't been coming to school to come to school." So he goes to go get this kid, and then when he's talking to the mom, he overhear him in the in the his bedroom chopping it up with the beats. And so he hears that he's inspired. He's like, I can get back in the uh, artist management game and make him a big star, making some money. And then the movie starts. Yeah, so this is Black uh, Beginning, (laughs) Black Ruffalo and Kira Knightley. Well, it was it was it kept my entertainment. I guess Uh, Dave East was in it, so his acting debut, I guess. (laughs) Uh, The beats was cool that he was making. Uh, it was just this little diddly. The diddly that his sister sung was repeated so often throughout the movie. But yeah, watch that on Netflix. I also watched Us. Again, that's still a, a great movie. Uh, kept me entertained. Watching it the second time around when you know what's going on, it makes you re into stuff way more than you need to. I mean, I knew that was something. Uh, <laughs> so. So, yeah, that movie's still good. I'm trying to think. Because I did notice some stuff I ain't noticed the first time that I was able to piece stuff together. But I did also fall asleep in it. What did you say? Uh, watching it. I don't know, but I don't want you to hear you say puzzle. Um, <laughs> so I'm the barsman. I know nah, all that, that, bars. That's not what I was going to say, but I'm going to let it be a surprise. Birthday. <laughs> Birthday. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And then, at the theater, saw Toy Story 4. Hey. I think you saw a similar movie at the theater, except for you had to replace the T with a B. <laughs> I
2: don't recall any Boy Story 4. And, then, and then, after
0: the 4, uh, don't say to B. help me sleep. Okay, <laughs> that was a force. No intrigue. Like entry. a kitchen sink. Uh, Excuse me. Excuse me. Force. Force it. <laughs> yeah. Kitchen sink. I just said force. Yes, that's what the no thing Star is. Wars What's
2: power. The... So, what did you think of Toy Story Four?
0: I thought it was a great movie. No Toy Story Three, but it is no Toy Story Three. Yeah, definitely. Um, not. But again, once again, it's one of the movies where you like, there ain't nothing really wrong with this. Uh, it was funny. They tried to they tried to jab you all throughout the movie with some sad stuff. To whereas Toy Story three hits you hit you with a haymaker at the end. I'm trying to hit me. you with
2: a haymaker at the beginning of the third act.
0: Yeah, with the fire. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I thought this movie was good. But like, it just is very different from where it came from the first movie, where it was like Woody and Buzz and like a buddy comedy adventure yeah. movie. To now like a ensemble with Woody as the lead, um, yeah, and goes. the rest of all of these.
2: Because I saw this movie as well And I think that was my Really my only issue with the movie Was that from the get-go It was Woody and Buzz And then Andy was their Was their uh, Their human or whatever you want to call it Their owner And so it was like the story was about all three of them Just mainly you know Woody and Buzz though Because Woody and Buzz they had friction in the first one Buzz being the new toy The second one I felt like they were uh co leads to say. The third one, I felt like they were co-leads again. I mean we all know Woody's always been like the leader leader, but they felt more co leadish in the other ones. This movie just it showed you this whole time. This has been Woody's story. Yep. Everything from Woody's perspective. They even pushed Buzz into the the background with the ensemble yeah. and I thought I forgot he was in the movie at times until like the the second half of the movie where he started to be in it more mm-hmm. but still even then he just felt like he was playing the
0: background more than usual so that was just that was kind of a little weird they, they tried to make him the hero that's pressing for when he's dumb <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> he thought it was thought it was woody's uh, voice box talking yes. to him that <laughs> telling him all the stuff he needed to do but, uh, Yeah, I thought it was pretty funny uh, the ending, I could see where, where it was supposed to get you and uh, make you sad because uh, they said to infinity beyond to each other, because <laughs> that's probably the last time they'll see each other. So that when you think about that, you're like, ah. that didn't hit me. Yeah. I, was, I was sitting over there like, not again, yeah. not again. I, I, I ain't, I ain't let it catch me. Yeah, I I'm strong.
2: A, be, I'm, I'm emotional now. I'm emo- yeah. I was emotional. Recollect. Like, he ain't about to be a, a gang gang no more. Yeah,
0: I don't like that. I don't like what. Wo- For one, Woody wasn't getting played with, anyways. But I, I didn't understand because he's the same as uh, <laughs> he's the same as Jesse. <laughs> yeah, but he's whack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, She was like, uh, "This is like the whack version yeah, you're, of you." <laughs> a <laughs> boy cowboy. I want girl cowboy. <laughs> now she got the badge. I mean, even though uh, Bonnie don't play with. I don't like uh, Woody no more. Doesn't like she should notice. Like yeah, we're at a tour. I throw in my closet all the time. Yeah, she knew uh, Forky was gone every second yeah, of the, the Fork, trip. Forky so. was a mess. <laughs> he was
2: cracking every time he tried to commit, or as I like to call, commit suicide <laughs> to the trash can. Even though he just it was because he said it felt all nice and warm. That was cracking me up. Even though that joke did run a little bit long, yeah. but it was still it was still very like funny. When it stopped. Um, but yeah, uh, I thought, I thought this movie was great. I was, I gave it points for not being a. Uh, of course, it wasn't as good as three, but the fact that it made itself, it made itself as if it needed to be made. Like I still would have been fine if they would have stopped it at three. But if you know, for all the millions of listeners out there who listen to the show all together over the the years, <laughs> we've been uh, talking about how they shouldn't have made it to a, a four, and four better be real good, and it better prove that it's. Its existence was there was a point to it, mm-hmm. or I'm gonna be very mad. And I was like, I was one of the reasons why I was real giddy to see it. So the fact that it was a great movie, you know, and it actually served a purpose in a way because it, you know, it ended. Toy Story three ended what you thought was a story, a whole era. But this one showed you like, okay, it actually ended part of the story, which you thought was the full story. And I think this one ended the whole complete Toy Story era as a whole. They better not ever. Come out with no more Toy Stories with these, <laughs> with this, this, this oh, type yeah. of characters. All that it's done. I don't want to see no spinoffs, no nothing. <laughs> so for this one to get its full justice, there can't be any more movies. Not don't take like a ten year break like this one or between this like three and four. I Almost tried to do like you're done. Gotta <laughs> make this movie even better. But uh, like you said, it was funny. It was entertaining throughout. It wasn't hilarious or nothing, but there was still funny moments but it's just one of those movies where you just you about an hour and a half into it or it's about the end or whatever and you just realize like this was just a very enjoyable movie it's just mm-hmm. typical toy story you laugh you have fun with the characters you just enjoy what you're watching time
0: flies it looked it looked real good yeah the animation is top like notch. When they were showing the and stuff it looked like they weren't even trying to make a cartoon it was just trying to. it looked so realistic i need to go back and watch like toy story 1 and 2 just to see toy story
2: 1 looked like a whole different type of animation okay, i need to, <laughs> i need to familiarize myself cuz the animation back then was good so i just want to mm-hmm. i just want to see like side by side shots of these cuz i'm so used to cartoon animation looking good nowadays if you go back and compare it to like older stuff I, you probably would definitely see like the complete difference but yeah this was just a great movie so this is definitely one of my favorite movies of the year Just because it actually was good Wasn't terrible Wasn't just good I thought it was great And it served a purpose And once again Even though I'm soft It hit them emotional strings at the end (laughs) Not as high as uh, Toy Story 3 of course Toy
0: Story 3 is outrageous What time period did this movie take place? Mm. Because I know it wasn't current day Like I thought it was it At first It can't be Because she was She didn't She barely aged Yeah Since she, the last movie So that's why I was like Oh this takes place Right after Toy Story 3 Yeah But that made it confusing Because It showed Nine years ago So I'm like Is that nine years ago From now Which would be when Toy Story 3 took place Well it was nine years ago From Wherever Bo Peep was last seen Which I think
2: was be- She wasn't in 3 So it was either She th- was in 2 2 I think so yes, I think it was like right, the nine years ago, it was like right after 2. Either way, if you, it's on some MCU type of timeline stuff, it doesn't make sense. But. So then
0: it, yeah, so then this one takes place in 2010 or something like that. Probably. 2011.
2: Yeah, right after Toy Story 2.
0: Yeah, I don't like that. That's I why wondered, because they- I liked how Toy Story 1, 2, and 3, they went with the current time of what Andy's age would actually be. Oh, yeah. Probably because they started
2: writing this, because they,
0: they did say that the, before Toy Story 3 came out,
2: the guy was coming up with um, the, the the story. He was working on the story for
0: Toy Story 4. Mm-hmm. They just I rem- did it secret. I remember when they announced that Rashida Jones and her writing partner was writing yeah, the see- Toy Story romantic comedy. And that was a long time ago.
2: I see she still got credit for it, of uh-huh. course. That's I'm pretty good. sure They used maybe one or two things that they wrote in that script. Yeah, they
0: probably used a little romantic Bo Peet, uh Woody aspect of it. A lot well, of and that poop. they threw uh, Forky in there yeah, to like, throw put a fork in the story. We gotta get some. We gotta get some comedy. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> gotta put the. the That's a whack toy. <laughs> I
0: don't know why she liked
2: Forky. There's two people who I'm starting to notice are doing a lot of those weird type of voices. Tony Hale mm-hmm. and Nick Crow, who does <laughs> all the weird villainous roles in any yeah, type. He's of always show. gotta be a villain. Yeah, because he was in a he was a villain role in a movie I didn't realize he was in that I saw this weekend. But all right, so. um That was Toy Story 4. Go check it out if you have not. Um, You see anything else since the last episode? I
0: believe that's it.
2: All right. Um, Also, that just reminded me. Didn't all that come
0: on? I believe so. I saw a clip. I didn't laugh.
2: But that's neither here nor there. All right. I thought you had a punchline, but you did. So, all right. First up, I saw Toy Story 4. Just disgusted. Second, I went and saw... The Shining It was playing at a movie theater Like a little classic night And somebody at work was like Are you trying to go see this I was like yeah if I'm not fighting pure sleep
0: So I was like Which I dozed off in Toy Story (laughs) 4 as y'all expect Did I? I don't think I did It started getting real bad My head was nodding (laughs) Luckily the movie was good Um, But yeah so I
2: was like you know I'm gonna go I'm gonna go because I still have been wanting to see this movie you know for forever because I can't I even though I, I uh, put an asterisk by my movie buffness and say I'm a 21st century movie buff <laughs> so that excludes me from having to watch all the old classics but still want to be able to see them and I was like all right I'll go so, you know copped me a bang hope that was gonna keep me up it didn't but um <laughs> and also when I found out this movie is about two and a half hours long mm. like, excuse me <laughs> Stanley Kubrick you <laughs> and these long movies so I was like alright whatever I'm just gonna go see it so I'm watching a movie waiting for the tense vibe to occur <laughs> that everybody talks about waiting for the scary visuals of the twins walking down the hallway the here's Johnny little scene I was just I was waiting for all these moments to come up and as soon as every time one of them came I was like, this is. This was the big hubbub. And don't get me wrong, I like I like these type of movies because everybody can look at them in their certain way. Like, I can look at them and be unimpressed. Then you got the people, you know, some of the people I was talking to at work and stuff, they say, like, you know, this is a real great movie. Some of them said, like, it's their favorite movie of all time, definitely like favorite horror movie. And that's cool that they can look at it that way. But to me, like I said, it's just everything, everything was coming and it wasn't hitting. <laughs> and I was hoping the end. The whole end, little act or whatever would be something that made up for it. (laughs) Nah. So I'm just sitting there and I was like, I can see why. I almost said M. Night Shyamalan. (laughs) What's his name? (laughs) Stephen King. I can see why he hates this movie. (laughs) Because then I, you know, of course I got to do my research because I left the movie uh, confused. I was like, am I fucking trying to tell me something, but I'm missing all the marks. um, Just of course, like everybody's been saying that it's completely different from the book. Um, I can see the reasonings why it's different and why, the, you know, uh, Stanley wanted to do it his own way. So that's not really my issue. My issue is just like, it's probably more of a time thing. Like, it's hard for me to be accustomed to seeing movies a certain way from a certain era and then going back and watch these so-called classics from movies that were made before I was born. Yeah, old movies, hard yeah. to watch sometimes. Yeah, they like, see like, some of them are good. Like, I can watch uh, Scarface and be entertained, but then I watch something like this. It's just like, <laughs> Not only has it got the super slow burn, but I don't feel that that, that tension. I it doesn't feel tense. Like if people compare it to like hereditary, hereditary, yeah, it was slow, but it also it was, you know, modern day, so I could watch it and not be like, oh my gosh, like watching y'all type on typewriters and stuff. Like, nah. <laughs> Seeing y'all with technology, I feel like I feel more into the movie because it feels more you know, in similar to my real life. And then but that movie felt just just felt tense watching the whole movie. Just you just felt uncomfortable watching it. The Shining, I felt like I was just watching a basic movie. So I, I I probably have to go watch it again and put my my mind back in the day. But then I go and read uh, when I go you know do my, I was doing my research on it, and I go read that when it first came out, people didn't really like it. it got mixed reviews. So I was like, all right. It's hard for me to put my mind in the mind of a movie that came out in the '80s and like people who are watching it from the '80s and you know not a, have seen all the different type of horror movies done all these different ways like I've seen. When when y'all first saw it, y'all didn't like it. <laughs> now I can understand that it was probably like different for y'all back then, and it took y'all years to realize like its quote unquote greatness or how many movies like took pieces of it and were inspired by it, and then you start to. You know, respect the movie more, but still, at the end of the day, if y'all wasn't feeling it when it came <laughs> out, and then y'all change your minds ten years later, then what's that ultimately make me feel, uh, make me feel about the movie? I mean, did Stephen
0: King remake it? Yeah, he did
2: a TV series yeah. that he you know wanted to do his own way, yeah. but um, I don't hear nobody ever talk about that. Yeah, because this is this came after The Shining. I mean, it got good reviews, but this is the classic, so you really can't talk about something under the classic one. it's very similar, but... You know I mean? Jack Nicholson, he bodied his performance. He, um... He just had the weird... Every time I looked at him, I just saw the Joker. And I was like, <laughs> dang. I wish I was, like... A, I wish Jack Nicholson would be able to do, like, the Joker now at, like, the age he was then. Because that would look... I just want to see how that would look now. Because he was just... He had the Joker expressions. He just... He was born to play creepy roles
0: Ain't but he I, in this uh, New Joker movie coming up
2: If he is That'd be very
0: I don't know very, why I feel like he's in it
2: He might have like a little slight cameo I wouldn't be surprised But uh, yeah, but he killed it even though I, f- I felt like he was Overacting to the point that it was good Because everybody else around him Wasn't doing what he was doing So it kind of felt like he was overdoing it But in a good way And then. Yep he in this movie
0: who he play? Uh, talk show host? Or something like that. That's fine. I never even really put put it together that he once played the Joker and now he's in a new Joker movie. He is playing Yep, talk show host. What's the talk show host name? Murray Franklin. Oh, you're looking at Robert De Niro. Who am I thinking of? Jack Nicholson. Oh yeah, we talking about two different people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I said I was sleepy before <laughs> he started this. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm out of it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Robert De Niro ain't play the Joker. <laughs> I
2: mean, good have.
0: <laughs> Might as well. <laughs>
2: Go back in time, or use that de-agent stuff he's using for the Irishman.
0: Oh, man, yeah, I'm tired. Old Man Joker. (laughs) (laughs) I knew I was tired. He
2: was was great in the movie. It was the actress in the movie, Susan DeVille, whatever her name is. I thought she was terrible. (laughs) I couldn't get over it. All I saw was nothing but gums and teeth. Yuck. And it was bothering me. (laughs) But I thought she just acted too generically scared, like you know she wasn't no bimbo or nothing, but she was just everything, every little scary thing, screaming at the top of her lungs in that squeaky, typical generic uh, horror scream, and just run. It was just it just felt all generic to me, so I just I just didn't think her performance was it. But maybe it was because she was acting next to a Bill guy.
0: All right, I'm clearly awake again. You're
2: not, because I'm <laughs> sleeping on that part for sure. Bet. But uh, yeah, this maybe it was because he was standing by Jack Nicholson that it just wasn't working for me. But I don't know. But either way, y'all can love The Shining. That's all good. I might watch it again eventually and be awake this time because I was definitely fighting sleep. <laughs> I was. The, I think I was more focused on fighting sleep <laughs> than the movie. So that that's. That, I feel like that's the movie Saving Grace for me. So I'm gonna watch it again, maybe midday, not at ten, not ten p.m. at night. More like maybe like one in the afternoon or something. Not after coming from the gym though, because I'll be even more accustomed to falling asleep. But <laughs> yeah, I'll give it. A, I'll try it again later. But the shining right now, I don't see what the big hubbub is. So whatever. All right, the next at the movies, I watched Secret Life of Pets two. I wasn't a big fan of the original because I like I think anything pets related is funny. So I expected this movie to be hilarious. When it wasn't hilarious, I was very disappointed. So I really didn't have any sort of want to see this one or any expectations for it but we go see it first half is dry laughed once or twice um is when the movie starts going further and goes like past the second half and more because the first one i felt like was more of a one giant story this one had little side stories for all the characters so i think people probably like you know people who probably like the first one probably ain't gonna like this one but i think those who didn't like the first one as much as I did will like this one more. Not saying it's good or anything by any means, but it's not it probably helps that it's not a disappointment because I wasn't expecting nothing from it, so you know, I enjoyed it more probably because of that. But still have some funny moments, especially towards the end. Um and then at the at the brib I watched a Star is Born. I don't know why. I just had a I had a feeling to watch a Star is Born <laughs> Movie's Still really good, but I don't know how I didn't notice this the first time. Bradley Cooper. I said you did a great job directing this movie. I don't know if it's something that HBO was doing, but there is a lot of quick cuts in the movie that do not make you like. It doesn't. He doesn't just sit in the moment. Some stuff was happening, and it felt like. It happened, boom, flies on <laughs> So maybe the movie is good But it's once you already know what's happening Then you're able to pay attention to more stuff And that's when you start noticing it But I felt like the lasting effect Or the lasting appeal for this movie Would have been some scenes If he would have just sat on it And not
0: quick cuts the Whoopee cushion Oh my god
2: he didn't just do quick cuts here and there, like this happens. Boom! All right, move to the next. It just felt the second time around, it just felt a little rushed. So I'm gonna give Bradley Cooper the benefit. Of the, I'm gonna give Bradley Cooper the benefit of the doubt and say HBO edited the movie for, <laughs> for their own sick and twisted <laughs> fantasy and games. Uh, but yeah, so still a great movie, still all emotional and whatnot. R.I.P. Uh, Jackson Maine and uh last but not least i saw a child's play at the movies i forgot about that movie yeah, i mean once you see the movie it's easy to forget about <laughs> it was d- disappointing it's like from one it starts out on the dumbest note spoiler alert i'm going to try to slightly not spoil it but spoil it at the same time <laughs> they they tell you so you know it's not a uh um uh, it's not any supernatural stuff in this movie it's not a, a serial killer put into a doll's body it is a doll is malfunctioning and just goes haywire. So
0: really, what it is? Gina Corona You so you you set me up for that one.
2: I would say a Channing Tatum, but
0: whatever. Yeah, he was in about three minutes. He that was still in it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> but so this guy, there's this guy at the factory, he's upset with his life. Um, gets fired. He takes all of the uh, locks off the doll, as in. Jeez. It can learn violence, it can learn, just it's nothing that it can't not learn. He does that, so it's a defective doll now, gets in the hands of Aubrey Plaza's son. I know that's weird to see her play a mom. Yeah, I guess she's that age, but it still <laughs> yeah. seems odd. Right. Yeah, she's 35, but doesn't, still doesn't look like she should be playing a mom. Yeah. Nor does she really have that <sighs> acting range to play a mom, but that's not <laughs> to say she did a bad job. But, um... So he gets in the hands of the doll. And the movie takes so long building up the doll, learning these different things from this kid. And, you know, since he has no limits to what he can actually learn, he just assumes like, okay, these kids are watching this violent movie, are enjoying it. So violence must be something that they like. I'll do that. And then he learns like he doesn't, this guy, or this kid doesn't like this cat or this, this boyfriend. So I'm going to use violent tendencies towards these things because that's what i think he wants because he's there to protect the kid since he imprints on him and so it just slowly builds upon that into the point where he actually starts killing people like the violence when it happens it's It's cool, but you need more of it for this type of movie, and I need less explanation because you can't really try to sell me on the fact that it's a killer doll (laughs) with good logic. It's supposed to be dumb. It's supposed to be dumb entertainment. Just go with that. So explain the movie to me in 30 minutes, and then keep it pushing. (laughs) Don't waste almost a complete hour Fleshing out this the relationship between the doll and the kid, <laughs> and then
0: leave little yeah, time. Set it up for to, you.
2: Nah, y'all setting up a sequel that nobody wants, <laughs> <laughs> and y'all set, also setting up a sequel that y'all knew even wasn't going to happen because how the movie ended. <laughs> so you know, Mark Hamill, Hermil, how you pronounce his name? Once again, great job voice acting. Even though you could hear his actual voice in this role more, the the Chucky doll, which was the Buddy doll, but. How it gets the Chucky name in the movie is so forced that it's funny, and I actually (laughs) like it because I think they did that on purpose. But um, he just looks creepy from jump, so I don't think he should have ever been like a fun-loving little doll to (laughs) hang out with. But whatever, the movie reeked of $10 million budget. Um, (laughs) Brian Tyree Henry, or whatever his name is, was grossly underused, as was Aubrey Plaza. Way too much of the little kid and his friends, and not enough... Chucky kills so and even the kills that they did were dark so all that the movie was showing potential was like okay this movie's this movie knows it's dumb this movie's <laughs> about to just be dumb fun and then you start like looking at your watch like all right y'all y'all supposed to be <laughs> cashing in on <laughs> this build-up and every moment it keeps going forward you start to become worried and more worried until the end of the movie where I feel like things were resolved too quickly and in a less entertaining manner So who leaves this movie as a disappointment So if you want to watch something Child's Play related Go watch all the thousands of Chucky movies that came before it And go enjoy those yeah,
0: Including the one that I think came out like a couple years ago Yeah,
2: ones that go straight to VOD One yeah. that went straight to DVD The Seed of Chucky Coat of Chucky Bride of Chucky yeah. Child's Play 1 through 16 All <laughs> those movies before you watch this one <sighs> Alright, that is all the movies I watched at the brib and at the breovies. So time to before we move on to some topics, time for crossover movie idea. <laughs> idea. Alright, your two movies are Toy Story. Okay. Fo faux, faux faux. And what
0: came out this weekend? Annabelle. Boom. Go. Okay, so Basically, it can be the same thing as Toy Story Four, instead of the one doll that wanted Woody's voice box or whatever is an Annabelle doll. That's the movie. <laughs> he gets he gets trapped in there and he has to try to escape, but the Annabelle doll and all the the puppets are coming after him. Yeah, them, vent- them ventriloquist dummies were terrifying. <laughs> yeah, that was a little scary <laughs> for a kids' movie. Like, yikes! <laughs> they looked so crazy.
2: And I did forget to mention that I was glad that her her antagonist character, you know, had logic and reasoning to what she wanted to do. Yeah, that was good. He Ultimately, wasn't a villain
0: or whatever. Uh,
2: But all right, keeping it pushing like a shopping
0: cart. All right. Oh my gosh! If you listen to last week's bonus episode, somebody set the fire bar. Let's keep it pushing, stroller. I wonder who that was. Surely, I have no clue. But I know it was fire. Loving hip hop Atlanta.
2: Um. Alright, so Paramount That is, is a force Star Wars Paramount is developing a new paranormal activity Oh yeah, I forgot to write that So my question to you is Should it be a reboot? Or should it continue with the story that created You know, the, the all the ones that they got
0: so far That created nothing but questions but never answered them They, they can continue because I'm not gonna I don't remember what happened besides the first one and the second one. Like those characters are feel so far removed from the joy that the first one brought that it's almost pointless to continue, continue on with that story, so they might as well reboot it, probably do it with some black people. Yeah, like Chris but still Rock give it. it the original found footage vibe of it. That's called a haunted house. Or a haunted but not, mansion. But or not whatever. funny. All right, then I don't want to see it. If it ain't black, we'll be funny. With, not, not with Marlon. Maybe ask Jordan Peele to uh, at least produce it or something, because he ain't about to write that movie.
2: Yeah, I, I just want to see if they reboot this movie, and I'm talking like legit reboot, as in, I'm sorry, remake. Same one room premise, <laughs> same couple thousand dollar budget. I don't want to see it. I want to see, I want to see a Paranormal Activity movie. With a budget, yep. So yeah, I, wanna I want to see a
0: big time actor, like dude, like Will Smith and Jada are the couple this time.
2: Yeah, I want I want to see a villain, or I want to see a demon, <laughs> or something. I want to actually see it. I just want to see like James a James Wan style uh, horror movie for Paranormal Activity. But not James Wan doing it Because when it's whack <laughs> I don't want him to get the fall for it <laughs> So y'all can do it It's out there Y'all already showed us The micro budget paranormal activities Y'all already showed us Casting a bunch of nobodies And having us thinking This is real Because yeah. that's how unknown These actors are That first one was realistic <laughs> y'all, y'all put Hispanics in the movie <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That no one knew <laughs> Y'all tried all these different things To get more and more money Out of this franchise Now it's time to go Patrick Wilson and Yeah, yeah. I lo- a, a woman <laughs> yeah, get Pete Dub. He'll probably body it. Then the movie will probably be good. But <laughs> I want to see a budget paranormal activity. So I'm going with they should reboot it. I don't want to see y'all asking more or throwing out more questions than y'all answer because the way the last the ghost dimension ended was just pitiful. <laughs> I was just I'm about to pull up the paranormal movies. I was just so appalled. Like the first one, good. Second one was the same exact movie but good the third one where they went to the past and the the two sisters were little girls was good the fourth one is when it
0: got stupid i cannot remember all right so paranormal activity dang that came on 2007 <laughs> that was that long ago mm-hmm uh but that was a good movie Katie and Micah, they real names. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm trying to remember what the fourth one was. Paranormal man. 2, Paranormal 3. Didn't realize that was just a year apart. Oh, yeah. It was with the, days, like of course, flies. um, what's it called? Directors of Catfish. Mm-hmm. Um, Paranormal. Oh, yeah, they went... It was three-year gaps between one and two. But yeah, then after that, here. they took off. We, we can knock these out each year.
2: We saw these
0: things out. Paranormal 4, that's when they got, you know, with the MacBooks. And they mentioned Toby, like, once. Um, oh, that's oh yeah, that's with the girl. And then they had the little Xbox with the little. Yeah, okay, I remember. That was whack. Yeah, because, I mean, yeah, the first one was, a. I mean, the third one was the little prequel. Like, yeah, you yeah. Know, they're both two and three was, like, setting before the first one, weren't they?
2: First one was the first one. The second one was set right after the first one, literally like, Katie killed. We all know Katie killed Micah in the first one, and then the second one ended with her going into the house and taking the baby right after she killed Micah. So Cause, it c-
0: cause I thought it was-
2: the third one was the two girls and the pa- the two sisters. So Katie and her sister from the second one in the past, and the third one
0: as Little Girls. Oh, uh, yeah. Let me see. And then the fourth I guess one. I got to just write this. It says, first <laughs> one set in October 2006. Paranormal S- Activity 2 set in August 2006. Huh? Two months before the events of the first film, Katie's, then how, then Katie's how does it- sister, Christy, and her family, who reside in Carlsbad, California, experience strange activity after Christy's baby son, Hunter, is born.
2: Okay, so Kate, I think okay, Katie is in that
0: one. Yeah, she's in. This. Yeah, okay,
2: so it ends up going past the first one, though, the way it ends, yeah. and then the third one is all the way in the past. Yeah, the f- in the eighties. The fourth one, the the white girl in the movie goes into the house, and Katie's there for some odd reason, <laughs> and so and her son. Yeah, and then it gets they get stupid. Then the and Mark the f- ones
0: yeah, four. I feel like I did not see.
2: I actually got that one on Blu-ray because that one was actually entertaining. The film
0: follows a Latino community <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> where a group of high school graduates deal with the demon of a mysterious cult, which has marked one of them. Yeah. Uh, the film is the last is the last film in the series to feature K- K.D. Featherstone. Yeah, and that one was supposed to be a spin-off, but it's a direct sequel, and they end up
2: going, they only call it a spinoff because it's Latinos.
0: What does um, what she even do in this?
2: She. They go into the past. They go. This is when they uh, involve time travel. Sensing, <laughs> <that's>, <laughs>
0: they always gotta go to that.
2: <laughs> he went through some door. The door takes a portal to the past. He ends <laughs> up in the house in the first one, but downstairs. So he. We see how Katie just randomly started screaming, and then Micah comes down. And they show her kill him there, and then it's basically the end of the movie, and then ghost Gross dimensions. dimensions. Is time travel again, and they got these (laughs) dimensions, and that's where you see like the little the little feet of the demon Toby
0: that was you know causing all the ruckus throughout this whole movie. So they they brought it back around. Um, In Japan, they did a they made Paranormal Activity Two Tokyo Night. They took it they took it upon they took it upon (laughs) themselves to make their own sequel. Wow. Let's see. Uh, It was later revealed that Hakura killed the possessed Katie in the car. So who who's pl- me? who's playing Katie in their version? <laughs> I ain't about to look this up. Okay, let's see. Micah is in the first two. Has he's he in, got any roles since then? He's I look him up. I look up both of them. He was in the marked ones, and he was in some archive footage of Tokyo Night. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh my gosh! Hunter was played by several different kids throughout these movies.
2: What uh, has Oren Pelly been doing? Gotta
0: look him up, too.
2: Because he started one, all this. Yeah, I ain't seen him do anything in a while. I thought him and Blumhouse was, or Blumhouse was gonna be tight at the hip. Mm-hmm. Sack race. Oh my gosh, I was just about to say
0: <laughs> say a different one. I was gonna say, yeah, what's the know. one where they... just oh, feet a three-foot race? No, no, I can't yeah, remember. No, 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 those. Poor people games. Um, let's let me look at the uh, the money they made before I get into the the Rotten per- right Tomato percentages. Uh, let's see. I'll go worldwide. Paranormal Activity one, one hundred ninety three million. Boss. Two, one hundred seventy seven million. Okay. Three, two hundred seven million.
2: Yeah, it was like pounce
0: b- back we'll on them like back. a bungee cord. Okay, like a tennis ball if you ever watched Always Be My Maybe. Um, mm-hmm. Four, one hundred forty two million. Right, We're starting to care a little less. The marked ones, 90 million. We ain't watching the no movies with Latinos. That's uh, what people are saying, not me. The Ghost Dimensions, they basically. We lost interest. They did an Avengers second week <laughs> over uh, at 78 million. Eek. That's just crazy when you think about it. Like. And not only that, if you really break it down, in North America, it only made 18 million.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, it's a big drop off. The Mark ones only made thirty two million in North America.
2: Ain't nobody trying to watch Latinos, is what people are saying. Not me though.
0: Now the budget of one fifteen thousand, budget of two three million, budget of three five million. Budget of four, five million. Budget of marked ones, five million. Budget, budget of ghost dimension, ten million. Yeah, because it made it three days. And it, oh, made, the, and it made the lease. Now we're going to go to the uh, Rotten Tomato scores. Paranormal activity one, 60 something. 83%. Okay. Two, fifty nine. I was close. Three, 70. 68. Okay, I was close. Paranormal activity four, 40. 24. Yikes. The marked ones: 53. 39. Oh my gosh! And the ghost dimension: eighteen, fifteen. <laughs> I was in the so, range of all those. It dropped, went up, dropped, went up, dropped drastically. <laughs> so <laughs> this man, it was terrible. Uh, there was a video game. Excuse me. Uh, for uh, Microsoft Windows, PS4, Xbox One, uh, Ooh, called this- paranoid Activity: The Lost Soul. Who was playing that game? It was like a VR game. Who's playing it? I have a no clue. I didn't even know they had that. Game now game we three. asked about Micah, Micah Sloat. Sloat. He is now 38
2: and is acting in what TV show?
0: He has only done three things.
2: All right, and it's all paranormal activity. I Correct. So he just didn't want to
0: act. I'm, I'm guessing he was just really like a regu- actual regular person. Yeah, Let's just see. Like,
2: Do this, please. He's so like, right.
0: He was, He started taking some acting classes And he saw the casting advertisement For Paranormal Activity That asked for unknown actors With the ability to improvise Who could work during the night Without knowing what the next scene would detail <laughs> He's probably like, that's me <laughs> That's right up my alley yeah, So That's no That's, that's Big Mike Now Kathy Feather or Kathy Featherston She's what 36 t- TV show she doing She did Private leave. She did a few things before Paranormal. Then she did Distance from. Uh, basically, she's just only done paranormal activities. Uh, TV I shows, she Big Little Lies. She Don't did, try to cover that up. She did a cameo. Yeah. She did three episodes of The River. Was The River? I think I ABC. Oh yeah, that was Oren Pelly, who we are looking up next. Yeah. But uh, and so she's in, in Search of Darkness, which is a documentary uh, about horror films
2: know what
0: she's talking about um now oren pelly is 49 years old i'm rocking my oren pelly Peli. he's done nothing yeah, he's i ain't gonna say that Paranoid activity he did absolutely everything he directed produced wrote cinematography and uh, edited he produced Paranoid activity 2 he produced insidious he produced paranormal activity 3 he produced and wrote the river he produced and wrote chernobyl diaries he produced Paranoid Activity four. Produced the Bay. Don't know what that is. Produced The Lords of Salem. Insidious Chapter Two. Produced the Marked Ones. Produced Area Fifty One. He directed, produced, and wrote. Can't remember what that is. Oh, I think I remember that movie. It was it was nothing. This this just don't look familiar at all.
2: It was forgettable. Like uh, I forgot.
0: Um, I don't know if that was a punchline or not. I don't know if you're just saying that. He produced Insidious Chapter 3, he produced Dark, The Ghost Dimension, and Insidious The Last Key produced. But outside of that, so he does work that's with his Blumhouse. thing. He produces.
2: He's one of the producers at Blumhouse. I guess so.
0: Is it because he started it off so his name is automatically on there? Probably. Or is he actually doing some stuff?
2: It, the way it looks like he only has one role, it looks like they're just throwing his name on there.
0: <laughs> Yikes, uh, yikes, Yep, yikes. The, they got the big four. Jason Bloom, Orrin Pelly, James Wine, and Lee Whannell. Mm-hmm, that'll get
2: the job done for you. <laughs> Speaking of getting the job done, your boy A&R Bron Bron, a.k.a. Casting Man Bron Bron, a.k.a. Mr. Hollywood, uh, has already started shooting Space Jam Dose, and it'll apparently include Damian Lillard, who just signed that big old contract. Mm-hmm. Anthony A.D. Debrow-Davis, who is now on the cover in NBA 2K20. nineteen or 2K Mm-hmm. 20. Uh, Clay on Crutches Thompson, who Yeah. Is... What are
0: y'all going to rewrite his role? What are y'all doing?
2: Something, because he's on the set, and he was hugging LeBron with the crutches in his hand. Yes, yeah, sir. Uh, Diana Taurasi, who is the greatest women's basketball player of all time. <laughs> uh, the Aguamaki Sisters- I don't know how to pronounce their name. I just know be, uh, no one be commenting on NBA stuff on they ESPN. They for
0: the Sparks.
2: Yep. And several more NBA and WNBA players are looking to have Rose on top of Chris Paul supposed to be in the movie. All right. So my question to you is, it's a serious one. Should we be surprised WNBA players are in this?
0: Uh, not in this day and age. Shouldn't be surprised. Uh, uh, did Michael
2: Jordan put WNBA players in his?
0: Was the WNBA around when Space Jam 1 came out? There were
2: still women college basketball <laughs> players. You could have got Cheryl Sloops. We wouldn't even been
0: <laughs> I mean, back, back in the day. Her, uh, Cheryl Miller. Yeah, I am going to say, what's Reggie Miller? Yeah, she was scoring like 70-something points. Yeah, that no one saw uh, middle school basketball games
2: probably had more
0: uh, of a crowd than that. Do you remember this movie, uh, Best Night Ever? It was a found footage comedy. Who won it? Nobody, then no. I, I think I remember this. It had zero percent on Rotten Tomatoes, but it was a Blumhouse movie. Best night ever. Same people that wrote a like date movie and epic movie and oh, no, Meet then, the Spartans. And if I and did, I probably put it out of my memory. Disaster movie and nah, Vampire sucks. And let me look. I need to look these fellows up. That's I'm scary. easily distracted. What were you we talking about? Why women in the movie? Uh,
2: yeah, why women in Space Jam too? Should LeBron put his foot down and say no girls allowed?
0: I mean, with the based on the amount that's in there, I guess he's okay with that. <laughs> All right, so these two fellas by the name of Jason Friedberg and Aaron S- Seltzer uh, wrote, that. direct, produced, date movie seven <laughs> percent. Look at this <laughs>
1: Yeah, <laughs> boy. sick.
0: Like, yeah. they don't compare me to ASAP first. <laughs> uh, date movie. Epic movie, 2%. Meet the Spartans, 2%. Disaster movie, 1%. Vampire Sucks, 4%. That's terrible. A movie that I feel like we may have to watch. The Starving Games, 0%. <laughs> yes. Best Night Ever, 0%. Super Fast. Oh, yeah, we definitely got to watch this.
2: Super Fast. Fast.
0: That didn't even get a review. Cause that looks that just sounds This can't weird. be right. $20 million budget.
2: Nah, yeah, that's 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 Wikipedia editing.
0: Oh man, they made two million. Uh yeah. Let's see what super fast about.
2: People going real fast.
0: Um first and foremost, these is these the characters' names Yaminik. Yeah, These dudes are using their the actual uh, names. All right, well, the, the lead's name is Lucas White. Okay. Um, parody of Brian O'Connor, but the name may also be a reference to Lucas Black, who played Sean Boswell in oh, Tokyo Drift. Oh, uh, The other lead is, the character's name is Vin Sorrento. Oh, my gosh. The woman in the movie's name is Jordana Sorrento. <laughs> The other woman, Michelle Torrets. Or Tortise I mean. Torties. Uh, yeah. They just basically uh detective Rock Johnson <laughs> oh this gosh. movie. Okay, uh Rogelio Douglas Jr. is playing a character named Rapper Cameo. Oh my gosh. Um Chris Pang is playing Cool Asian Guy. Um, Chanel Celia is playing model-turned actress. So yeah, this this movie seems hilarious. The movie sounds awful, but I'll tell you what it's about. Um, undercover police officer Lucas White enters the world of underground street racing to join a gang sh- of street racers led by Vince Sorrento mm-hmm. to get closer to the crime ring led by Los Angeles kingpin Juan Carlos Delaso. <laughs> <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> the morning after losing a street race, Lucas goes to Vin's garage with a wrecked Smart four, four to, two, and lands a job as a mechanic despite objection by Vin's friend Curtis. He matter of fact, Curtis. what am I doing reading when I can just play the trailer? Curtis. Curtis Shout out to Cameron. And I would keep reading the Bloomhouse movies, but I think we did that recently. <laughs> they got movies such as Oculus. Um, I remember that movie. That movie was good. Uh Not Safe for Work and Seen that. And Jezebel and I don't know what that is. Creep. Um I don't know what that is. Things like The Green Inferno and Netflix Je-
2: is giving them the uh the leg room to make a bunch of whack movies now, I bet. <laughs>
0: yeah, and whack movies like the Belco Experiment. Mm. Totem.
2: Experiment That was something else no, tell you something else Stop disappointing Super Alright while well, you're Looking that up fast. I'll move to something Similar to Blumhouse And that's An easy A spinoff Is in the works No thank you <laughs> <laughs> uh, Let me just pull, Read what is going on With this This audacity Of a movie idea
0: um, Where we at Where we at I get ready to laugh Fast world Is that what this is called Oh, Catch sorry. up entertainment. Wow. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the newest model. This is supposed to be a comedy, right? I thought. I'm just I'm it doesn't look like a comedy at all. Them is not the two movies who... Oh, there's the funny... <laughs> These people, they write this stuff on paper and it's funny to them. This is the type of jokes that anybody could
2: write. This is probably if I was a kid and I was writing jokes in movies, this is probably what it would sound like.
0: Can't even picture nobody wanting to see this.
2: <laughs> I probably
0: would see if it came to the movies,
2: just because I see anything. <laughs> so I ain't saying much. Damn, Paul Walker is rolling over. Yeah, tonight. this made me want to write a movie. <laughs> I mean, anybody could write a movie if that's if that's uh, what gets made. But uh, yes, go ch- go check out Super Fast. I'm pretty sure you can find it at your nearest YouTube. <laughs> yeah i would For say sure. walmart five dollar bin but probably not even there um but yeah so this Aza spinoff apparently will be set in the same high school as the original film that started the academy award-winning emma stone and will explore similar themes the installment will focus on a new group of students
0: and teachers yeah, and- so y'all might as well just made a different show because the last thing i recognize e z a as is about the school
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah, Only thing if y'all bring back Thomas Hayden Church,
0: I probably still wouldn't know that y'all making an easy <laughs>
2: reboot or easy A reboot unless you said it. Uh you probably going to have to bring back my girl uh Phoebe Buffet aka Lisa Kudrow. And I probably still wouldn't know y'all making an easy yeah. A reboot. <laughs> so y'all any there's a bunch of stuff about teenage stuff. Yeah, I don't know, So don't be disrespectful and call this Easy A, a spin off to Easy A and call it like Easy B or Easy Street. Or uh, Easy E. Y'all can make make Amanda Bynes come back and be the teacher there or something.
0: <laughs> but Yeah, she needs to make her come back.
2: But my my question to you is uh so I guess anything can get a spinoff nowadays, huh? Yep. Huh, <sighs> would be even
0: would be even dumber spin
2: than Easy A. Uh
0: the hangover or something. Uh,
2: starring Jamie Chung?
0: No, starring the dude no one remembers. Yeah. From it. Justin. Bertha. Is his name Bertha? Uh, Justin Bertha. Guy who kept getting lost? Yeah. Just
2: about him and his family and stuff. Like, what if I actually made it on the trip? Or what if I actually made it out? And then I got the hangover. What um, would happen next? <laughs> Terrible. What else? Like a Charles Broccoli game. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be that would be pretty bad. Uh, uh, if I was to look at anything that <laughs> pops up in my head, maybe like uh,
1: uh,
0: uh, I mean, ain't they making a Hunger Games spinoff?
2: Yeah, it's taking place way before, uh, like right when the. What's it called happens? The thing that they kept talking about in the movies. <laughs> yeah, the
0: Hunger Games.
2: <laughs> no, the revolution? No. Uh, when the bad thing happened before the Hunger Games started. Uh, the apocalypse. Yeah, so the, <laughs> so the book is coming out and then right around when the book comes apocalypse. out is when the movie's going to come out. At least out. they
0: got a book coming out. Yeah, they're going to take the book,
2: throw it behind them, and make their own movie.
0: <laughs> um, they put it into two pieces. Nobody really probably. cared for the fourth one. It Unless I the, do my research. The third one is what... Oh, the yeah. The third, third one, one, was, no one was... Yeah, one of those was booty.
2: The third one nobody cared about, but then that caused them not to care about the fourth one because the third one puts such a bad taste in their <laughs> mouth. Um, But all right, we can keep it pushing like a shopping cart. Kevin Feige uh, says it's likely that son, uh, Sony will do a Venom and Spider-Man movie, saying... I think probably it's up to Sony. Sony has both those characters and has Venom in their world. I don't know what their plans are for another Venom or if they're doing that, but, if, <laughs> but it seems likely at he some point.
0: care less about they little characters. <laughs> like, Venom?
2: Like, I even made one? I didn't even realize it. <laughs> uh, all right, so my question to you is, should he even be saying this to give Sony the confidence that mm-hmm. they know
0: Yeah, they're going to gain from that quote? He done boosted their ego, and they're going to go ahead and... I feel like they can put Spider-Man in this next Venom movie, Yeah, they like, or reference him, or do something. Okay which f- I don't want that in their control. I want it in Kevin Feige's control. I
2: mean, it don't matter. This uh, this Venom wasn't rated R anyways. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot this movie wasn't rated R. That movie
0: was whack. Yeah. <laughs> PG-13. Everybody's
2: all hubbub was, oh, this Venom about to be too dark. They can't put Spider-Man in it.
0: Yeah, now yeah. they can, because it was a family movie. I ain't, they didn't do nothing violent. I ain't like cuss. Uh, Shirley didn't show him biting off heads. Nope. Oh my god. Go ahead and put Tom Holland in this. This is the same
2: movie. It was both comedies. He's not even <laughs> that
0: he was not even that tough. Like I feel like Spider Man can handle this. Oh, he
2: would destroy you. <laughs> he wouldn't even need the help of
0: Ghost Stark. Or anything.
2: He wouldn't need Samuel. He wouldn't need Jack G. Oh, I'm sorry, Jake Jack G. G.
0: Jack G. <laughs> Jack Gyllenhaal is J- Jake Gyllenhaal is evil twin. Friend. yeah everybody <laughs> wants to know act? about Jack Gyllenhaal
2: <laughs> what Jack Gyllenhaal doing <laughs> oh man all right so Sony I, okay so you predict that Spider-Man gonna be in
0: the next Venom <laughs> or is it gonna be a Venom versus Spider-Man movie on its the own there that's what Sony's gonna try I'm sure Marvel's gonna work hard to not allow that to happen how come do they not have enough money to like Pay for Spider-Man to get back all the way. Sony Price says, we want all your characters in exchange for Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> so like We're not going to logically like do that. Spider-Man is a money maker. <laughs> we ain't giving that up. This is the only thing we do that make money. Yeah, for now. Because uh, we know Morbius ain't about to work, but we're still going to do it. Uh, yeah, they really doing Morbius. I can't I wait got, to that. They even got Tyrese in it. I can't wait to the tickets fly off the shelves. That's,
2: <laughs> that's a phrase, right? Tickets flying off the shelves. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait till the Morbius tickets fly off the shelves. Morbius. Then they they the okay the vampire. black cat movie and the silver uh, sable black and or silver stable or whatever it's called. That's whack. Yeah, then it's just gonna keep flowing from there like a stream. Um, okay. Oh my god. Keep it going. <laughs> Your boy Sean Ashton is that that little nerd's name from Lord of the Rings? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, he came close to directing the first Fantastic Four movie. I don't know how. Hey, guess who he eyed to play Sue Storm? Elijah Wood.
0: Stop, <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be
2: surprised. <laughs> that was probably his go-to for the thing. But nah, not nah, Elijah. It's two white women. Okay. One, I wouldn't be surprised. Other, I don't know what he was thinking. I, that's just <laughs> that's my
0: clues for you. Hey, let's see. Okay, so this that first one came out. He was fresh. I mean, he was fresh off of acting, so I don't. I'm not sure why he was about to direct that. <laughs> Uh, I'm thinking someone along the lines of like Kate Winslet. Heavens no. Uh, someone maybe like a Charlize Theron. Heavens no. no. These those two actresses can wrap
2: or act circles around yeah. the two.
0: All right, Megan Definitely one like Drew Barrymore. You're getting very close. <laughs> like Cameron Diaz. Yep. Cameron Diaz was <laughs> one of them. <laughs>
2: So he was looking at Karen Diaz as one, and now time to go on the opposite spectrum. I'll just—I'll give you a clue. This one person is not an actor. Okay. So think early two thousands. Early two thousands. Who was not an actor but was popping and is white? Okay, like Britney Spears. You're getting very close. Jessica
0: Simpson. You're getting close. Christina Aguilera. Yep. (laughs) You beat it to the—the clue I was about to give was about to be (laughs) me. Heavier yeah.
2: now. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't say it. That wasn't me. Uh yep, so he was eyeing Christina okay. Aguilera and Cameron Diaz to play Sue Storm.
0: So. It's gonna be just as good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't know if it can get much worse than what it was. Uh, I mean, at least with Jessica Alba, it looks
2: like a movie, but we know it's not going to be a good movie. <laughs> yeah, it got the visuals of yeah. the But with Christina Aguilera, you're just like, all right, I didn't even take this seriously. Was
0: he going to play the thing? I hope I'll like, take this in my own hands.
2: Because he read the draft for the Fantastic Four by, done by Rupert Murdoch's office. And forced Fox Tom Rothman to seriously consider him as a contender by showing passion for the project and keen (laughs) ideas. How did he
0: get the interview to come over in there with his Fantastic Four movie?
2: Uh, Cameron Diaz, she turned the job down. She had the role. She turned it down because of makeup requirements. Makeup? Maybe she wouldn't put those colorful contacts in her eyes every day. I
0: don't know what the makeup (laughs) was for that, but Um, no wonder she don't act no more. Stuff is way too hard for her and then Ashton I don't, I don't need
2: Ashton whatever his name is I will say Ashton Cushy was be Mr. Fantastic. <laughs> oh my. I, w- I would not put it past him if 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 Christine Aguilera got the role. <laughs> but he attended a boxing match with Michael Chiklis where he convinced him to accept the role of the thing. Okay, so he was putting in the work. Yeah, he he basically cast the whole movie. Um yeah, he said he had no knowledge of the Fantastic Four prior to pursuing this project but did extensive okay. research race- did he even <laughs> <to> g-
0: get <laughs> Was he a famous... Like, did he become a famous director? I don't understand this. He supposed to be one of them acting
2: nerds who like to write <laughs> and direct as they side gigs. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Yeah, his movie was about to be whack, so... <laughs> uh, uh, it was whack already, so it was also going to be whack. All right, so my... I mean, we kind of answered it already, but would this movie
0: have been a disaster or better than the one we actually got? Would uh, worse? Because then you could look back on it fondly that it had Christina Aguilera Ooh. playing... <laughs> They would have probably tried to get JT to play at least Johnny Storm. Oh um, um, <laughs> my! picturing Justin Timberlake as Johnny Storm. Hey, he was almost Green Lantern. Hey, he got dangerous to close him with Bradley Cooper. <laughs> duking it out. <laughs> right, that, that little finalist, Ryan Reynolds, Bradley Cooper, Justin Timberlake.
2: Yeah, I was like, come on, JT.
0: That would, and that would have fit with the little string of movies he did around that time. He in time, time been... runner, runner, okay, uh, runner, runner came out way after. <laughs> I'm count. Path. I'm counting it with that uh-huh. runner, runner, uh, the love guru, <laughs> I um, forgot about the bat, <laughs> bat teacher. I scraped coins
2: up to go see literal coins to go see the
0: love guru. Dang, I was this, my, this is desperate. I was in my movie
2: like okay, or <laughs> my room like twenty five cents.
0: I do cent. <laughs> weird to go see this movie. Fifty
2: cents. <laughs> Dang, I'm at sixty cents. <laughs> Sixty six cents. Oh man! Somehow I put enough no, coin sure, to get.
0: You said sixty six. Cents. Uh, yeah, you forced it. You like forced it sink. like a bathroom sink. Oh my <laughs> gosh, no kitchen sink.
2: Uh, anyways, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three uh, will not be called As Guardians of the Galaxy, confirmed by James Gunn.
0: James Gunn, Mister DC Universe. Um, question. Will Thor be in the movie, though? Probably for a second, and then not in the
2: movie no more. That would disappoint me. <laughs> I'm trying to see a whole movie with Thor and Guardians so we can say, all right, we got our Thor movie. We don't need another one because we know he probably ain't going to
0: make another one unless the rest of these movies he keep doing on the side stink it up. Because <laughs> they already was talking about all the characters they got to add and if the dude that's leaking the information is accurate, like he was with <laughs> Avengers Endgame, it don't look like Thor's in it too much. That was a tease. Um, what is he going? What, then what's Thor going to do? I forget. I forget how they said what's going to happen with Thor. But they got Rocket Raccoon's love interest going to be in it. They supposedly going to be Adam Warlock in it. Nova. Zachary, Fran. Uh uh Something else they're gonna explore Gamora and no, and, uh, Peter Quill their relationship. No, because I'd be like basically watching it blossom all over again. Yep, and they said they're gonna wrap up some storylines. I think too, like Groot and
2: let Chris Hemsworth just be on the side being the comic relief. Dang, <laughs> <laughs> hey. it's fine. Yeah, all right, man. Quick take time. Um. Nah, we'll save that for punishment, because that's punishment-worthy. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: uh, Melissa McCarthy playing Ursula in the Little Mermaid. I guess. Perfect casting or not. Uh, Chrissy Metzl doesn't got the range that Melissa McCarthy had. <laughs> Melissa McCarthy ain't even necessarily that big anymore.
2: Yeah, she's going to be like Will Smith. She, her whole body in the movie is going to be all CGI, like Will yeah. Smith's body in, uh, what's it
0: called? Yeah. Aladdin.
2: A, I think it'll be good. I feel like she'll do a good job. Alright, Jumanji, the next level, which apparently is the title for the new Jumanji movie. I don't like that title, but...
0: Trailer drop. Thoughts? It was, it was kind of funny. Uh, and it looked as good as the last one looked from trailer, trailer-wise, so... Can't be mad if it's still nothing stopping Robin Williams and Jumanji one. so... You know I ain't gonna be satisfied. Yeah, um, the trailer look was funny, but it also reeks of a
2: trailer that... Or um, a plot line for a movie that is funny but i can see it being dumb when the movie actually drops. Yeah, i can see this one getting worse reviews. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, I'm definitely seeing that.
2: Uh Jordana Bruce returns as uh, to the franchise Fast and the
0: Furious as Mia. Are they probably going to say uh, Brian O'Connor died. Yeah, he he crashed when him and uh Vin Diesel had that little parting of <laughs> Yeah, parting after he he drove off to something. Y'all got to say something. Y'all can do it tastefully. Y'all just got to make sure he's gone because Forever when I'm watching these movies and knowing his character just doesn't want to do the missions and stuff no more, that bothers me so much.
2: You know they're going to be like, Paul, wish he could have came, but he had to go take the boys to sports practice, so yeah, he I'm wanted like, to send me off with you, Vin. And then they're going to have like
0: an asteroid, or an asteroid come down, and Vin Diesel going to push out the way to distract us from the fact that,
2: <laughs> <They're> like,
0: <laughs> that Paul what? Walker ain't in it.
2: Like that doesn't make sense. Paul wouldn't do that. Oh look, me doing something fake and ridiculous.
0: (laughs) That'll get us. I mean, because this got some topping to do based off of these trailer, these showing too much trailers of uh, Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, they showing the whole movie. Uh Because that last trailer I just watched, which they claims the final one. Yeah, I didn't. It showed so much. It showed more new action scenes that I didn't see before, and these scenes were so crazy.
2: Movie just better be that movie better be amazing and better it all look good when it comes together. Um, but what's I'm to say? Oh yeah, um, Dominic Hing or Dom Hing gonna let Thanos and Black Superman and Hobbes and Shaw <laughs> outdo him? Yeah. He he saw Thanos take the moon and throw it at the Avengers.
0: Oh hey, yeah, you already know. He, he ain't gonna, Vinny D got something brewing. Yeah, he ain't gonna be. He, he, ain't gonna he may throw a right. car. Lift it up with one hand and fling it at somebody. Whoever's the villain in this. I feel like he's done that already, but he hasn't. <laughs> um, Alright, and then uh, Selma Hayek may join Marvel's The Eternals. And this cast is getting wild. <laughs> I'm ready to just see something from it. Yeah. And hurry up and cash a young Asian man to do uh, Shang-Chi. I want to get this stuff on the road. I
2: told you it is
0: looking like man
2: from... Uh, 13 Reasons Power Why. Ranger.
0: And, oh, yeah, and Power Rangers, man. <laughs>
2: the one who can't act.
0: I don't want 13 Reasons Why because 13 Reasons Why is in Shazam. And? Your point? Did you ever see Shazam? <laughs> no, I ain't seen Shazam yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, you yeah,
2: you didn't get to see him be a part of the Shazam family then.
0: <laughs> that move just don't give me the urge to rush to
2: see. I'd rather watch Kazam
0: <laughs> with Shaquille O'Neal.
2: Uh, all right, the last but not least, new a- Charlie's Angel trailer drop. You
0: watch it? A uh, brief little part of it. <laughs> I didn't. So. Uh, I watched a little bit of it. It looked like the black girl is the action like the action star in it. Um, I can't tell. At some points in the one minute, I believe I watched, it looked like they were already a team, and then they came to Bosley. Then right. it looked like Kristen Stewart was the new girl. But then when they were, when uh, Elizabeth Banks' as Bosley was showing them around the lair and all the new stuff, uh, Naomi Scott was acting very shocked at what she was seeing, so that suggests that she's new. But then they straight out said that the black girl was new. So I don't know if they built the team one by one in this movie or they came as a team already, but only the black girl had guns. Yeah, only because of black women shoot guns. Yeah, so um it didn't look whack. It was uh, Elizabeth Banks first action movie she directed. Yeah. And she wrote this movie. It got she, we know she's funny.
2: We'll see. I didn't want to. And Jiman Hansu
0: had like a little prominent role in this trailer. Okay. Doing nothing. He's in everything. <laughs> oh gosh.
2: All right. Well we can go ahead and move it to the uh weekly Geely segment of the show. Anybody you want to nominate for that?
0: Uh this part of my this ain't who I wanna nominate, but I watched a little short documentary about uh how Lion King stole its concept from the Kimba the White Lion. I ain't never seen something so exactly like a movie before.
2: You know, white people still stuff from other white people or black people all the time. Get away
0: with it. Well, they were sh- in the documentary. They were showing the how Lion King, how they were pro- Disney was promoting Lion King. They kept saying this is Disney's first all original, written straight from yeah, the mind so of the Disney. So anime. you wouldn't start questioning things that they were doing. <laughs> and Matthew Broderick, Broderick, who did the voice of Simba, said when I got the script. I thought they was talking about Kimba, the white lion from the, the Japanese. Nah, you know all the all the like, no. coming up with all the good stuff. The Disney uh dude who's running Disney or whatever, he slipped up and referred to it as Kimba, you got Kimba. I, I mean Simba. Here. <laughs> the fact that the characters are all the same, they all look the same, but they D- completely denied That they took anything from this That's too much of a coincidence Even down to the names That's what that's what Richard would do Deny, deny, stale and so, steal So people should see And then they had the nerve When the Japanese one When their movie When they redid it And the movie came out A little bit after Lion King they sent them a cease and desist. <laughs> like, that's OG stuff. They was like, Yo, mate, y'all took our movie." I was like so, uh, it's, it's pretty crazy how real, how exactly the same it is. Like that's I, I that's outrageous. And they had the nerve to wait until the man that created it died. Yeah, that's disrespectful. They're like that he can't called, even fight for himself. That's called hustling at its finest. <laughs> they know what they're doing. <laughs> oh, yeah. so, make money. so basically, uh, Kimber, the, the White Lion, that movie looked good. It, it's the <laughs> same exact movie as uh Blanking, except for they just look anime-ish. John Favreau should do that next. That's what he should have did. That'd have been clever. That'd be a nice little switch-up. Have Donald Glover playing a little white lion. Beyonce playing. Yeah, call him white as it is. Whatever type of color lions and Kimba. <laughs> but anyways, uh, I don't have no eye right for punishment.
2: All right, well, I got one nominee, and it just came out of nowhere. David Harbor is back.
0: Oh, what is he speaking on?
2: You know he's not done with Hellboy.
0: Okay, it's over.
2: <laughs> I mean,
0: he knows that, but the fact
2: that he decided to tell us that
0: is why he's getting nominated for punishment. Kevon Looney returned to the Warriors. I figured.
2: Um, all right, so David Harbour reveals no Hellboy sequel is currently in the works. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> and he was quoted as saying, uh, where are we at? He was quoted by saying, "Where we at? Where we at? Where we at?" I don't think that there'll be much of a, or I don't think there'll be much of a light. There's a lot of people who reach out to me who really loved it and really enjoyed the new take. Liar, the lion. <laughs> We're just happy to see him back on the screen. But I know in the in the culture at large, I don't think it was very well received. No, nobody liked it. Yeah, no dip, Sherlock. <laughs> uh, I don't think it made a lot of money. You can just look it up. You don't have to say I don't think yeah, it didn't. No, you know it didn't.
0: <laughs> We could tell by the way you was talking
2: on the red carpet for it. Yeah, you was on to other movies before you was yeah, done like, I'm the other excited one. to rejoin the MCU. Uh, I really keep up with I don't really keep up with those things too much to be honest, but I don't think the perception was that it was a hit. So it's so not that about way. perception. It's <laughs> numbers and reviews. Uh I don't know that the risk is worth it.
0: It's I th- not. <laughs> The idea is to move on, you think? that everybody else moved on. If we I was, moved on in the theater.
2: If I, was, <laughs> if, if I was talking to this gentleman, or if I was interviewing him, and he was going on this long soliloquy, as <laughs> Stephen A. Siss will say, of why there's no sequel to I would have walked away. Yeah, I don't know why he's saying the obvious. Gosh, um, but he also said, the producer spoke to me just saying, great job, they really like what I did, but I haven't heard anything about a sequel, and I'm not hanging my hat on anything like that.
0: There's no sequel.
2: Yeah, so um David Harbor, it's one of those weeks, sir. You're <laughs> yeah. getting the, the you petty talking crazy, the petty Geely, because you decided to waste two paragraphs of time <laughs> talking about why you don't think there will be a Hellboy sequel. You know for a fact. <laughs> yeah. You know when you was on the set making that tragedy that there was not going to be another one. The fact that you didn't even enjoy making it. And then you said, I don't really keep up with those things. A blind and deaf person (laughs) could see that this Hellboy was not a home run. failed. That thing was one of those horses who don't even make it to the race because they leg broke and get shot before doing anything. Turned into glue. This thing died from the start. Unfavorable reviews are just being generous. (laughs) <laughs> um, mixed to positive reviews from audiences is also being generous. Yeah. This and this wasn't it. This movie was not it, and you know it. So you could have just said, "Nah, we ain't making a sequel." Y'all already know that. Why are we wasting my wasting time you with this conversation?
0: Shouldn't even responded to the any
2: questions. You should have felt insulted. Now, maybe maybe he just decided to bring this up on his own. Somebody asked him about Stranger Things, and he was like. Get um,
0: I got something on my
2: chest. Yeah, Stranger Things is cool, but Hellboy, uh, just in case anybody's wondering, nah, we're not making those no people.
0: <laughs> you ain't have to tell us. You could just let life go on. Yeah,
2: we could have just all moved on in our lives,
0: because no one
2: was caring about this movie. It came out, we were disappointed thoroughly, and then moved on immediately. So, David Harbour, you are... You're in the running for uh, the chili <laughs> G- of the year yeah, or whatever you, it's going to be you called. Shouldn't, you shouldn't be. <laughs> yeah, that you are. I think you either got it already or hell boy the movie itself got it already, so. <laughs> you in the running and that's pretty sad, so. Yeah. Just go sit in the corner and really think about how to use your time wisely when it comes <laughs> to stuff you're promoting. Don't promote other movies while you're promoting one movie. Don't talk about movies that we know have no future at all. Just talk about stuff that matters that people care about before we just cancel you like Black Twitter does every person who does something that they don't like. (laughs) Uh, But all right, let's move on to the Rotten Tomatoes game. If I go on RT right now, I know we got a couple of movies to resolve. And no, I didn't say revolve like a spinning door. Mm. Gosh. All right, so first up, we got Child's Play. Okay. Sitting at a 61% on Rotten Tomatoes right now. Very high. Yeah, it feels very high. I gave it a 55%, and you. I gave it like a 10 something wild. uh, And you went with a 32%. Okay. Giving me the victory there. Now it's sixteen to twenty one. I'm coming back. All right, next. Wow, I didn't even. I forgot all about this movie since it didn't even crack the top ten. <laughs> we have Anna. Oh yeah, and it is sitting at a thirty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. This thing was going up and down,
0: up and down. <laughs> Yo, yeah. Oh
2: yeah. Did I say I, was, I said I saw Shaft?
0: Didn't I? No, I don't think I I can't remember.
2: I think I saw that after the last episode. I saw
0: Shaft. <laughs> uh-huh.
2: It was it was good.
0: <laughs> That's what my parents said. I told them I'll take their word for it. <laughs> yeah,
2: Samuel L. Jackson was Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> uh, Jesse T. Usher, who I didn't know was dating Tristan Mays,
0: apparently. Uh um, Who?
2: Don't act like you don't watch MacGyver.
0: Oh, I thought you were saying Tristan. <laughs> I mean, her name is Tristan. It not, is,
2: yeah, not Tristan
0: Wild. Right, that's what I, <laughs> when I heard Tristan, that's what popped in my head. Like a hymn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Nas X. Low <laughs> Nas X, good
2: for you. Be who you want to be. Love who you gonna love. Now let me look up. Even if it's male horses. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, uh, he Jesse T. Usher was the cornball of the movie and he reeked. I feel like he's cornball in real life. <laughs> he reeked of bad acting. <laughs> but I think it, it it played towards his character, so it worked out fine. Um, Regina Hall, who is probably the funniest women actress out there, <laughs> once again gets little amount of screen time, but the screen time she's in is always hilarious. So people need to people need to go watch about last night again and realize how funny she is. She ain't just a girl from like uh, who's uh, whatever his best friend on Scary Movie three and four and all that stuff stuff. Brenda. Uh, um. So she was hilarious, but yeah, the movie just it was what I expected to be. I didn't expect nothing too out of the ordinary. The story is not good. The villain is terrible, but the movie <laughs> is just basically a little father son movie, and they was just giving them stuff to do. So if you don't mind a bad story but entertaining. Movie, this Shaft is it for you? I don't have like how they um, just quietly rewrote the fact that okay, so first Shaft, who is um, Richard Roundtree, mm-hmm. was supposed to be the uncle to Shaft the second or John Shaft the second, which was his nephew Samuel Jackson. Mm-hmm. Why you? Ne- why is your nephew named after you? Don't ask me. <laughs> um, <laughs> <and> then, <laughs> so Jesse Jesse T Usher, as we all know, Shaft the third. But in the movie, they call him John Junior, <laughs> and <laughs> it is quietly uh, switched to where Richard Roundtree is now the father
0: to Samuel Jackson Shaft. I, I feared <laughs> that they would do that, and there's there's really no explanation for it. That so, is so outrageous, <laughs> based on their real life ages and their looks. <laughs> R- Samuel L. Jackson looked young in this movie. <laughs> Maybe he, they younged him down.
2: Uh, when you take the Kango off he looked about 40 years old when <laughs> you put the cane on and glasses on that's when he starts creeping towards 70 80 years old territory oh which he actually is so samuel jackson could be acting to about 120 yeah <laughs> and, if he stays healthy yeah and still go on is uh, still be looked at as one of the best actors which people need to start throwing samuel jackson's name and as one of the best actors of all time because he's been doing it for a thousand years straight don't ever give you a sloppy row He may give you sloppy movies, (laughs) but he's still going to give you that A-plus acting.
0: Uh, Uh, Jesse Usher has another movie coming out with Samuel L. Jackson. Uh, Samuel Jackson, Anthony Mackie, Nicholas Holt, Neil Long, Nicholas Holt. Excuse so one me? thing is not like the, <laughs> one thing is not like the other. It's Samuel Jackson, Anthony Mackie, uh-huh. Jesse T. Usher, Nicholas Holt, <laughs> Neil Long. long. Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> is this is one of those uh, school questions where it's like, yeah, one thing is not like the other. Can you figure it out? I don't know what this movie is about. If they're I already could imagine there's a bunch of white boy jokes. White boy shouldn't be here type of stuff. <laughs> it's, it's a drama, they say.
0: It's called The Banker.
2: So he a banker He's with the all banker the money. He's trying to steal the <laughs> yeah, money from him.
0: Yeah, he gets kidnapped by all the black people. Boom. Uh, he also has a movie called Windfall coming out. It's, this is possible. This has got to be a Netflix movie. It's a Netflix it's a thriller movie. movie starring Camila Mendez.
2: Okay, that's fire. That's already good. Jesse T. Usher. All right, you lost me.
0: Jamie Chung.
2: All right, that's better than Jesse T. Usher.
0: Cam Gigandet, or whatever his name is. Don't know who that is. You know who Cam is. Killer Cam? It's from, uh, oh boy, from, uh, what was he in? From uh, Never Back Down, that little MMA movie. He was in Twilight. I remember the movie. I don't remember the man. Is he white? Yes, he's white. He was in Easy A. As what I can't remember He was in The Unborn You know who this dude is But he's in it He was in The Roommate he, he wasn't the was He wasn't the gay dude In Easy A was he No nah, I ain't him He's like a Let me get a picture Of this dude I don't know what that was <laughs> But all I know Is that Cass Reeks uh, uh, Netflix movie
2: Probably I mean
0: You ain't just gonna throw Camilla Mendez On the big screen yet yeah, now with Jesse T. Usher and Cam Gigantic. Yeah,
2: that's asking for <laughs> That's
0: asking for nobody to pay money to see
2: it. They'll just wait till it goes on Netflix. Yeah, but I think we were talking about Anna before I got. Yeah, I have so, no
0: clue. was talking about
2: talking about all those <laughs> red jackets and shaft and that they just all they just threw the, the 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 black trench coat away to too. They didn't mention that. No, they just just turtlenecks or something. Yeah, black turtlenecks red trench coats, little beige trench coats too. <laughs> All right, but Anna is sitting at a 30% on Rotten Tomatoes. I gave it a 44. I remember this because I was trying to see if I should go above or below 40. I went the wrong direction, clearly. <laughs> uh, and you gave it a 40%, giving you the W there. No Oof. George Bush. Now the now your lead is back up to 22 to 16.
0: Right. Uh, quick fun fact. Uh, uh, Jesse T. Usher's girlfriend... Was a series regular on Vampire Diaries, Gullah Island.
2: Okay, don't know what that is. You,
0: <laughs> you know what Gullah Island I mean, is? I know what it is? But I'm gonna act like a dunk. Back in the late '90s, dang, she went on TV a long time.
2: Now she's gonna hit TV show MacGyver that I'm pretty sure I'm a good 20 episodes behind on. <laughs> I don't watch TV no more, and I'm. It's getting to the point where. I don't know if I really care about going back and catching up on some of these shows. Yeah, it's
0: hard sometimes. I'm already getting. I know it's hard sometimes. I know it's hard, hard some sometimes. Bleep bleep
2: bleep bleep weed. Bleak, <laughs> and... <laughs> yeah, logic got bad. Yeah, logic. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so um, next up we got Annabelle comes home. That is sitting at a 69 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I gave it a 60%. You went with a 50%, giving me the W Ugh. there. No George Bush. Oh, my gosh. And now it's back to, uh, it's up to 17 to 22, so I need to get all these next three right so I can come back like a lead that's lost. Um, oh, my gosh. <laughs> 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 all right, next. Or the first movie, I'm sorry, for this week is going to be
0: Crawl. What are you giving Crawl? I don't know what Crawl is.
2: That movie with the alligator. The place floods. The alligator is going around killing people. It's basically
0: Jaws with alligators. That's very whack. Or Sharknado with alligators. Let me do some research real quick.
2: All right, while you're doing that, I'm giving it 40. And I feel like that's very high as I write it, but
0: I'm doing it. I need, As Mikey would say. Oh, my gosh. I need some slight details. See my man that directed this if he's done anything else. to done, done anything? The other. Don't tell me he directed some of Did he direct this? If he directed this, I'm giving him a love score. <laughs> if my thing will load up. Nerf gun. Come on. Excuse me? Don't tell me he did. Then okay. He, he, get he did get Austin
2: Rivers. Oh my God.
0: Yeah, Austin Rivers a rocket. Uh, okay, he didn't direct this, so I ain't got to worry about it. The other side of the door. Did he direct this? The, he did directed the other side of the door? No, I thought he did. Oh, I hear something he directed. He directed Horns. Uh, What's his name? Daniel Radcliffe and Juno Weirdo Temple. All right, so I'm gonna. Would you give it? A very high 40. Yeah, that sounds... I'm going to go... Did he do this movie? This is going to submit... Yep, he directed Piranha. That's uh, 74. That's crazy. But, but that being said, I'm giving it 35. All right, 35. All right. That's all right. very crazy. Yeah,
2: that, that movie must have been the epitome of dumb fun.
0: He has a little filmmaking style, I see. Yeah,
2: it's something that looks dumb, but he going to make a movie
0: that's entertaining. I'm, also, I'm almost tempted to give it 50, but I'm not. All right, well, next up, we got The Lion King. The Lion King. I got
2: 83%. As you said that, I
0: wrote 86%. <laughs> I feel like I need to go higher, because I don't see what would be wrong with this movie.
2: Right, especially if it's a basic remake of the movie that every or
0: people love. Yeah, I'm I'm changing mine. I'm going 89. 89, but
2: some people will not like it for the simple fact that it's probably too similar to the other one. Mm-hmm. All
0: right, so you going with I should have stuck with 83. No, nah, I'm going 89. 89. I'll be both. And I'm going to go with 86. Yeah, I feel like this is going to have 90-something written all over it. They're going to love the music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Beyonce and Donald Glover singing alone should get me the the 89. Unless this movie is just boring. <laughs> yeah.
2: All right, so you're going 89%. I'm going with 86. And then last but not least, I know we can all probably guess the same thing on this.
0: Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I'm going... 100%. The first number that came to my head is ninety two. But then Matt being higher than Lion King don't necessarily seem. I'm sticking with ninety two. All right. I originally wrote down a hundred
2: percent, but then I had to be logical. <laughs> everybody don't be like Gwen Tantino, all like that. So I dropped it down to a very low eighty eight percent. I've already seen the reviews uh, like just that came out of when it was at that one festival, I forget which one, but seemed to be pretty liked. I wasn't getting that resounding amazing, but it seemed pretty much liked all the way across the board. So I feel a little bit comfortable with 80, 88%, even though I feel like when the end of the month arrives and the movie comes out, I'm going to be like, why in the world did I pick 88%? Yeah,
0: I feel like I could get all three of those wrong. I'm hoping not.
2: I hope you do. Um,
0: <laughs> first up, we got... Doobie
2: dooby doo
0: Crawl. Where are you?
2: I gave a 40. You gave a 35. The Meow King, I gave 86, you gave 89, and Once Upon a Time with Hollywood, I gave an 88, and you gave a 92. So we're going to see who
0: wins these in the near
2: future. But uh, we got no Blu-ray this week or something.
0: We only got one Blu-ray, and I believe it was Dumbo. Um,
2: nah, I ain't see it, but <laughs> if oh, I well. do want to watch it, I
0: might stream that joint. And that was it. Um, yep. All right. Sure. Well, I don't know how no movies came in the last couple of weeks. Well, I guess that makes this
2: another episode of the Leo B. Jill Home podcast. It is I, um, Leo Archibald, Young Nate. <laughs> that's, just, that's, just from the, that's just the name uh, Leo Archibald, I said. Leo. <laughs> Young Nate. Leo the Average, <laughs> if you're nasty. Uh, <laughs> Slim Nate, a.k.a. Slim Pickens. Robert Balmain Jr. Peter, party starter. Uh, RIP to all the homies. RIP uh, to been, that uh, uh, baseball player. Yeah, 27-year-old pitcher from Angels. I don't remember your <laughs> name. Uh, man, who else is? We already know it's Nay Story 4. Nana oh. Bell comes home. Yesterday uh, or yesterday, uh, <laughs> Aladdinate uh, the naked life of pets too. Uh, Men in Black, Nate National, uh, Navenger's Nate game, uh, Nails play, uh, Rocket Nate, uh, Nate Wick Napter three, narebellum uh, Nazilla King of the Nosters. Think uh, Dark Phoenix ain't even in the top ten no more. Uh, Narc Phoenix
0: uh, Still said it though uh, Numbo
2: How is Dumbo ahead of Anna, Shaft Late Night, Ma That's sad The dead don't die uh, That's pathetic But also you uh, already know it's the Fitbit Messiah Yeah uh, not original Keep the watch on the left side Yeah that's the fit side And roll.
0: <laughs> that looks <so> <laughs> that. Uh, Oh man Rolex man Me is <laughs> what Rolex man It's Joaquin Penny's wherever A.K.A. Pusha K Kayanya Taylor Joy Van Zant A.K.A. The guy. Fossil Man The Real Fitbit no Messiah Terry Hightower Chevy K Course Kojo They also call me Neon Ember, the FPG, Raymond Kane, Uncle Hami, the Big Man, Big Night, King Sleep, Hoodie K. Sweet lady, would you be my, my sweet love for a lifetime? I'll be there when you need me. Just call and receive me. Like a hundred yards. Excuse me? Like did you say like a hundred yards? Yeah, I received for a hundred yards this game. That was terrible. All right, is anybody you want to add to the, the top ten
2: or the top five stinkies? The stink lineup. I, I still don't have
0: anybody to add to the list. Yeah, if Shaft was whack, I would have definitely nominated Jesse T. Usher. Yeah, I'd have loved for Jesse T <laughs> to eventually be <laughs> he got that vibe. But what well, I said by December if nobody gets <laughs> at it. All of last year, we'll, we'll make a return for at least a week. Yeah, and um, nobody
2: was necessarily whacking Child's Play, so they're getting off the hook. But if we were going for the pass, the check from The Shining, I'd have definitely dominate. it.
0: I would. I, the only reason Chloe Grace Moretz ain't automatically on there right now is because that feels mean for her to be by, her, <laughs> by herself. Yeah, if she was bringing a star with her. Yeah, just, just with the... Just with us ending the show, I'm like, Chloe Grace Moretz sucks. Yeah. All right, y'all. That's mean. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's not mean if it was Theo James or somebody who can take it. Yeah. Ansel back in the day. He yeah, was Ansel, cool. yeah, he was, cool he was the king, but now Ansel's the man. But we're on Ansel <laughs> alert because Ansel no got to get, get his music out. He got to get a movie out. He said he was coming out with the Supernova EP. Well, he lied. That was a year ago. He lied like he's laying on the couch. I'm about to just hit end Because if I gotta endure any more of those bars Prison sentence Then I'm, then I'm gonna... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I no, gonna
2: I think he was about to say I it But it still sounds even worse Than it
0: sounds in my mind uh, In Pharrell. my, uh, mind, my son- <laughs> It sounds like
2: Ooh uh, Make sure you go check out the podcast stuff on the Instagram at Leo B jalen Hall. SoundCloud, the great music. Baby
0: back ribs. iTunes. Barbecue sauce. Leo B <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm ready to go to bed, um, so.
2: <laughs> Uh I mean, I don't even know where else. it's on Spotify. Yeah, or on the Spotify.
0: And then I'm going to look on Spotify if it changes the images, but I don't that much <laughs> uh look
2: out for Not the enough announcement that type
0: in spotify on there
2: uh, the announcement for the uh company brand um
0: launch coming soon yeah you ain't ready for that uh but i'll just tell you it rhymes with jilly boys
2: That <laughs> sounds like a little pedophile coming <laughs> up behind it, you whispering in it, your ears jilly.
0: Um, if you go to like a... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I gotta go to bed. <laughs> I was gonna say... I was gonna say... If you go to like a shoe store and you make a purchase... And when you get to the register... <laughs> if, you, if, if you get to the register and you and you whisper... <laughs> You and you play? and you whisper jilly boy, they'll put some extra swag <laughs> into your purchase.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they give you like jilly a boys.
0: they give you like a wallet chain or something. <laughs> a
2: wallet chain.
0: <laughs> or one of them uh them yellow and black pattern bandanas <laughs> that they used to wear. <laughs> what are they gonna give you? A checkerboard belt too? <laughs> No, one with the pyramids on it. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> with uh, the belt buckle. Uh, yeah, we we had a bunch of belt buckles. I had the Punisher belt
2: buckle. I still
0: got mine. I don't. <laughs> I don't know where them. I don't, I don't got a belt to put it on to. I, I'll whip those back out.
2: I had the Captain America belt buckle. Dang. I, see, I used to wear the belt buckle with like two XTs. <laughs> that was impossible. <laughs> like
0: why like why yeah i know that that shirt was hanging off of the sides (laughs) Uh, it was hard to drape it around i was like you can't even see the full yeah you you gotta tuck it in the front so you can see it i remember at one point i believe was i tucking my shirt just in the front or just in the back i was doing something odd (laughs) with my shirts I remember it was probably, I think, the first day of sixth grade or maybe ninth grade. One of those, I was starting a new school. I had my shirt tucked in. I was getting off the bus. Was like, eh, you, your shirt was tucked in your shorts. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I had it like that for a reason, but since it bothered you so much that you grabbed onto my G-Unit shirt, <laughs> my blue G-Unit shirt rocked it with some white forces, too. See, what you probably didn't know back then was he
2: was probably trying to take your shirt off. He was confused back
0: then. Just because I went to art schools (laughs) doesn't mean that's what it was about. I mean, this
2: is cool. People were just confused back then. Confused. Truth is what I choose. Before this podcast.
0: Asking who are you? I don't have one clue. That's that. Oh, I don't even. Uh, Anyways, did we already do the ending? Nah, probably not, but uh
2: <laughs> <laughs> guess it's time to end this off with. Uh, yeah. I forgot to go get
0: my, my G Unit sneakers from in the basement. I know I still got oh, yeah. them, and I'm ready to rock them. I think they're a half size too no. small, but. You don't wear shoes for comfort? Yeah, you wear it for bend, looks. bend your toes I was so I can rock the G Units. Now, No. I, got, I believe I have all my hats, so that white G-unit all over. Woo! Gotta be down there. Gotta be dirty. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's dusty and <laughs> it, disgusting. It's got dusty dirt, if that's a thing. Dust dirt. Saw
2: dust all over somehow.
0: <laughs> and I saw... when I, Oh, I got a bar. When I watched Avengers Infinity Wars, it was guaranteed that I saw dust. Because when he... What sm- does that... I don't know what that... You said sawdust. I watched Avengers Endgame as well, and I saw dust. But
2: that just said you're telling me what you did. I don't know what scheme you're trying
0: to put behind it. Sawdust. I saw dust. I get it. You well, don't, don't get it because Avengers, if you got it, you would have flipped, you flipped your laptop. In Avengers, when Thanos snapped. I saw I, dust. You saw dust. I get it. Like sawdust. If that hat- has nothing to do with Avengers, my. that would be make no sense. That's I where saw I, dust? That's where I saw dust at. I didn't see dust nowhere else. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say like, an old uh, pot. I saw dust. No, you got to know something where you saw some dust at. And you, everybody listening, you saw dust when you saw Avengers. Therefore, <sighs> when I saw Avengers, Infinity Wars, I saw dust. <sighs> everybody roll your eyes collectively. And you, Good. when you did some research after watching real world Las Vegas, you saw Dustin. <laughs> nah. And I'm going to end it on that note.
2: Nah.